0: Tis the night before Christmas, and all through the house, all the people are listening to the new podcast, even the mouse. Pat Kern sits focused, facing his mic, ready to tell all the people which NFL pick is wrong or right. Not sure if you should listen? Let's look at before. The last three weeks, Big Mouth Small Words has gone 12 and 4. Need more reason to listen? I should let you know there's many upset picks coming on this very show, so sit back and relax. And just listen to me, Merry Christmas to everyone, and welcome to episode number 143. What's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's we Say, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Real pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby another episode let's go mm. <laughs> hello everyone welcome to episode number 143 it's it's almost christmas isn't it exciting isn't everyone happy that it's almost christmas oh my goodness i love christmas i'm i'm going to throw on some mark reblay and go nuts with abby it's going to be fantastic by the way a lot of people <laughs> were talking about the Abby dynamic from uh, last week, and it was um, it was something. It happened. <laughs> we had Matt on, we had Abby on, and I destroyed them in pics, but they did make me laugh. Abby specifically uh, doing her crazy things, and, and she's my wife, and I love her, and it was fantastic. So I might have her on again. There's been so many people telling me to do it. I will get her a better mic. She will talk into the mic. So you will be actually be able to hear her, which will be good. Uh, but let's get to business here because I feel a lot of people don't even know what's going on with the football. Number one, I have, as you heard in that beautiful intro that I did, I did go 12 and four again, again, again. I am on fire with picks. I am 97% on the season. If you are listening to me, you are making money. You are making moolah. So I'm going to continue to do this for you. I'm going to continue to get it going. But listen, this is a big deal. There is a game on Christmas Day. A lot of people are not realizing this, okay? There's no Thursday night football. So tonight, nothing. But tomorrow, Friday, there's a game on Christmas. Saints versus Vikings. There are also games on Saturday, but I'm going to go over this one first. So Saints versus Vikings, Christmas Day, okay? The Saints have lost two in a row. This is a big game for them now. They need to figure it out. They need to stop the bleeding. To me, this is kind of an easy one because the Saints' rush defense should be able to contain Dalvin Cook. I mean, you can't really contain a guy with that much talent. He's going to get his. He's going to get his yards, a couple touchdowns, but he's not going to be able to do enough. To make a difference. I think the Vikings will put up some points, but this has like a I don't know, like a 31 to 17 feel to me. I feel the Saints are gonna get back on track. Drew Brees should be able to destroy the Vikings secondary. So I'm gonna say the Saints are gonna win that one fairly easily. So that's Friday. There are also three games on the very next day. That's right, you heard me right. On Saturday, the 26th, there are three football games. So if you're in the championship in fantasy, set your lineups. Don't be that idiot. Don't be that idiot. Because if you do, you know what that happens? If you don't set your fantasy lineup, you know what happens? You just made the list. You would make the list. And there will be people. So those people would then make the list. (laughs) We're going to go over these games that happened. The 1 o'clock game, 1 p.m. start time. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Detroit Lions and the Bucks looked about as bad as you could look last week against the Falcons but they finished strong as most people do when they play the Falcons the Lions at the end of the day they've got too many injuries the defense is not going to be able to keep up with Tom Brady and his offense you got Mike Evans you got Godwin Antonio Brown is catching touchdowns now it's all over. It's all over for them. So the Buccaneers are going to win that one. They're going to win it big. As a matter of fact, I'm going to hit that with a lock of the week. Lock of the week. Mm. Case closed. Case closed, indeed. The next game is 4.30. 4.30 start time. The 49ers versus the Cardinals. The the Arizona Cardinals versus the San Francisco 49ers. This game is actually almost... I'm sorry, I I just kind of spaced because... This is like a mirror image of the Bucks versus the Lions game because the 49ers, much like the Lions, they're just riddled with injuries, and they can't get out of their own way. I don't even think Nick Mullins is playing anymore. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo has been out for a while. George Kittle's been out for a while. They got so many things, but Nick Mullins now, I believe, is injured. So they've got Bethard in, and they're on their third string. They don't know what the hell is going on. The Cardinals have DeAndre Hopkins. That alone, they're gonna win. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is catching touchdowns again. So the Cardinals, much like the Bucks, have a bunch of offensive weapons. I'm gonna take the Cardinals easy. That's I mean, I hate I hate to do this, but it's another lock of the week. Lock of the week. Cardinals are gonna kill them. So the Cardinals destroy the 49ers. Ooh, okay, okay. So, 8.15 start time in the last one of the Saturday football games. The Miami Dolphins at the Vegas Raiders. Oh. oh, Okay, this is interesting. Now, this, both of these teams are a lot alike. I don't believe in either of them. <laughs> I really don't. You've, if you've listened, you know I don't believe in the Dolphins. Both of these teams are a lot alike, though. They both like to run the ball. They like to set up their play action, and they like to get after you on defense. Now, Miami's defense is much better than the Raiders, so let's just go off of that. I'm trying to figure this out as I go. So I don't believe Derek Carr is playing. I don't think they've made that official yet, but, I mean, he destroyed his groin, So and if you destroy your groin as a man, you're all done. So I'm thinking that the Raiders are going to have to play Marcus Mariota again, who he, looked, he actually looked pretty good in the last game, but he's not Derek Carr. That's going to make me go with the Dolphins here. I think that the Dolphins' defense is going to be able to keep Mariota in the pocket. The only way that Mariota can hurt you is if he does it with his legs along with throwing the ball. And I think that the defense is going to keep him in the pocket. They're going to force him into some bad decisions. And, I mean, the Dolphins are just, they run the ball, they don't make mistakes, and they're getting wins. And, and they're going to make the playoffs. And that blows my mind. I would never have thought that. Um, yeah, that's nuts. So the Dolphins are going to get it going. We're going to move on to the Sunday games in no specific order. I'm just going on NFL.com right now. So we've got the Titans, the Tennessee Titans versus the Green Bay Packers. All right. Hello. I see you now. This is good. Okay. This is a solid game. Obviously, the Titans are going to run with Derrick Henry. Anyone that has ever watched a Titans game knows Give it to the ginormous guy, and he's going to run. But I don't know, man. This is a rough one. Obviously, they're going to try to use play action with Tannehill, but the Packers got a pretty good running game of their own. Aaron Jones has been going off this year. We all know, though, Rodgers runs the show. He's going to have to pass. He's going to have to be a hero. And I think the key to this game for the Titans is they've got to control the clock by using Henry. they got to keep this close because if the Packers get an early lead, they're going to be able to dictate where this game goes. That happens to the Titans a lot. If they have a close game, they usually go into overtime or they go down to the wire and they win those games. It's the games where, like the Browns, jumped on them early and they they tried to come back. But if if teams jump on them early, the thing is the Titans... Don't have a pass rush ever since Jadavian Clowney went down. They can't get to the quarterback, and when you can't get to the quarterback, it's hard to come back in a game, especially if you're going against a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So, with all of that being said, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Everything I just said pretty much is like pick the Packers, but the Packers are front runners. What have I been saying for weeks? Front runners. I say that the Titans keep it close. And then I think Henry takes him out on the end. I'm going with the Titans. F the Packers. Don't believe in them. They're going to blow it. You want to know what I heard that blows my mind is that Aaron Rodgers has never been at home for an NFC title game. And that's what always kills him. He's been to he's only been to one Super Bowl, and to his credit, he did win. But He just can't get it together down the stretch, and he's always on the road, and it always destroys him. The Saints have given the Packers a gift. This is Aaron Rodgers' time, and he is so concerned with being the MVP instead of winning a freaking Super Bowl, and that is what separated Tom Brady from you, dude. That is what separated even Peyton Manning from you. You're not a GOAT. I hate—I'm sorry. I'm going way off the rails here, but I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. He just doesn't—you know what? You just made the list, Rodgers. You made the freaking—you You, you suck. just made the list! Suck, Rodgers! Yeah. My God, Titans win anyway after all that. <laughs> okay, so you know what? If the Packers win that game, I'm going to do an aggressive hot sauce, and I'm going to put it on the Big Mouth Small Words podcast Instagram so Aaron Rodgers, that's your chance to hurt me. <laughs> but I'm going to say Titans. Let's go. Next game. Whoa. Browns versus the New York Jets. Okay. Let me start by talking directly to any Jets fan because there have been a lot of people that have been hitting me up and they're happy with my uh, Instagram at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. I post a lot of memes. I post a lot of stuff. And people have been loving it to the Jets fans. I am so sorry for your team's ineptitude. <laughs> I am so sorry. I mean, dude, all you guys had to do is lose. Just lose out, and you get Trevor Lawrence. You get the number one pick, you get Trevor Lawrence. And now the Jaguars fans are rejoicing, and it's sad to watch, man. I mean, listen, I've, I've grown up in New England, I've grown up in Boston, so I, I do hate the Jets, and it, it is, in a way, hilarious to watch you fail, but I do feel so bad for the people that you should have had your guy and now you don't. And now you got to play the Browns and they're going to smash you. I mean, the Browns are going to destroy you. The run game alone is enough for them to beat you. The Browns win big. This is also a lock of the week. Got a lot of locks. Lock, of the week. lock it up, baby. Closed. Browns just destroy the Jets. And um, congratulations to the Browns. You know what? Wolf, your team did it. Here you go. I'll give you you a golf clap. I'm not going to give you a full clap yet. Browns, make the playoffs good for them. Oh, my goodness. Now we have the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, let me start this by saying for the first time in my life, thank you, Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you. For Monday night's game. Thank you to Juju Smith Schuster for wanting to be a TikTok star and dancing on the Bengals logo. Thank you for getting destroyed by Von Bell. The Bengals emasculated, beat down, and victimized the Steelers in a prime time game. It's something I didn't think that I would ever say out loud. <laughs> it's something that I didn't think I was going to see for a very long time. And and Ryan Finley, look look at him. He looks like an idiot. I don't know if he's good or not yet, but look at his stupid face when he's on the ground and he's smiling and it's like you lost to that guy. You let that guy beat you. And I love it. I love it so much. Everybody rejoice that the Steelers suck. It's great. It's great. So, oh my God, I got to compose myself here. Okay, so the Bengals beat the Steelers. I just want to keep saying it out loud. (laughs) It's great. Anyway, the Steelers now have lost three in a row, which now makes every game they have a must win, specifically this one though. The Colts come into this. Now, the Steelers look as bad as you can look, but the Colts come into this the opposite of that. I mean, they look great. Their, their running game is solid. They Phillip Rivers is not amazing, but he makes throws when he has to. And their defense is a top five in the league. They are very good. And I hate to say this. It hurts me inside because uh, there's a reason that the Steelers are favored in this game. As I've said before, you gotta go with the hungry dog sometimes. And the Steelers took their beating. And they probably are gonna come back and they're probably gonna win this game. Ugh. That is exactly what a stupid idiot would say because they're gonna lose fourth loss in a row! The Steelers! Big Ben can't throw. TikTok got canceled. Fourth loss in a row. Steelers gonna get mangled. I love the Steelers sucking it is amazing the Steelers are gonna lose the Steelers are gonna lose that game I have been crushing NFL picks this week could be devastating for me but man if I'm right it would be epic the Steelers watching them play the Bengals they were so bad and they needed to win that game and they couldn't do it and and I'm gonna call a spade a spade I love the Bengals but they're not that great this year man we had two wins and we slap that ass. So I'm going with the Colts. They just look better. That's why. There you go. Upset pick of the league. We move on. The Panthers versus Washington. The Carolina Panthers versus Washington. No name football team. I don't know if anyone knows. Well, some would. This is a revenge game for Ron Rivera. He is the coach of Washington. Not only would he be beating his former team, but if Washington wins... They would win the NFC East, which is something that at the start of the year, no one thought that could be possible. And it's like, there's no way to me that Washington could lose this game. I know they're not perfect, but the defense alone, look for them to come out strong, look for them to finish strong. I can't see a way that Washington doesn't win this game. And uh, Washington is going to win the NFC East and the game. And that blows my mind. So there you go. Washington wins. Take them. We move on to the Falcons versus the Chiefs. This is, I don't know who needs to hear this right now if you're a Falcons fan, but I don't, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. Everything is going to be okay. If you are a Falcons fan, you should hit up my friend Batch who is on the show from time to time at Empty Space Podcast. They will tell you that it is okay To not be okay. (laughs) Because, man, there's no way that the Falcons, if you're a fan of them, that you could be okay. And that's coming from a Bengals fan. The Falcons, once again, took a solid lead into the second half, and they choked. (laughs) They choked. Choked it away again. Unbelievable. Terrible. Awful. I don't think that's going to be a problem. (laughs) Going up against the Chiefs. Going up against Mahomes. I saw today that Travis Kelsey is the second leading receiver in yards, and he's super close to first, and he's a tight end, so that is insane. The Chiefs are going to kill them. They're going to win big. As a matter of fact, another lock. I don't know how many I have, but Chiefs are going to kill the Falcons. Chiefs win big. We move on to the Chicago Bears versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I said last week that the Bears' offense was averaging 30 and that they would go off. They went over 30 again. Mitch Trubisky is kind of on fire, and it's insane to watch. I think that the Bears are going to put up 30 for sure on the Jaguars, and I think the the, the Jaguars are going to keep it close. I'm a little hesitant here. The Jaguars are going to keep it close, but they're going to do what they love to do. They're going to blow it late, especially now that they have a chance at Trevor Lawrence. They're not letting that slip away. So the Bears are going to win this game even if they don't want to. (laughs) The Jags are not going to do what the Jets did. So even if the Jags didn't want to lose, I think the Bears' defense would be able to shut them down late, and the Bears are going to get that win, so pick the Bears. Oh, no. Now we got to go to the Houston Texans versus the Cincinnati Bengals. (sighs) Ah. Thank you, Bengals. (laughs) Thank you so much for beating the Steelers the way that you did. It was phenomenal. It was breathtaking. I loved it. Thank you so much. The Bengals gave everything that they had to beat the Steelers last week, okay? And now they have to go to Houston on a short week. And I think that that's... It's simple. That's going to be the difference in this one. I think the Texans have been crushing it offensively. They've kind of finally been getting David Johnson going. And... I mean, look at the way Watson's been playing. He's in a groove. So I actually think this game is going to be close. But regardless, the Bengals winning does no good. It's always okay for the Bengals to beat the Steelers. But we got to keep that third pick, man. We got to draft Sewell. Don't don't take your eyes off the prize here, okay? Got a guy sitting right now, Joe Burrow. We need to keep him upright. That is the future. So I'm going to pick the Texans, Bengals. Don't be crazy. Don't start beating everybody now. Take it easy. Lose. I'm going to pick the Texans. Please God. So, Texans. We move on to the New York Giants against the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm going to be honest. I'm not picking anybody over the Ravens with how they have been playing lately. Lamar Jackson finally looks how we thought he would look. The running game. Finally looks how we thought it would look, and the defense is finally starting to get healthy. I can't imagine that the Giants are going to be anywhere close to this one. This should be a very easy game for Baltimore. They are looking like the team that they should have been from day one. So Baltimore is definitely going to clean up on the Giants. You better believe that. I'm not going to do another lock because it's just ridiculous. Yes, I am. Baltimore, lock it up. The smash of Giants, trust me. We go to the Denver Broncos against the L.A. Chargers. And if this game was in Denver, I might give the Broncos a bit of a chance here because both of these teams, you don't know. Don't look at me and tell me that you know because either one of these teams loves to choke it down or sometimes they like to figure out a way to win. It makes no freaking sense. I'm going to say this, because it is with the Chargers. The Chargers are at home here. So Herbert in a dome means that the Chargers are going to score 27 or more. It's going to happen. So the way that Herbert's been slinging the rock lately, I can't go against that guy. I think the Broncos will do some things well. Judy will make a play here. Melvin Gordon's going to get his. Drew Locke's going to make a couple throws, but I don't think they're going to get over 27. So I'm going to take the Chargers. It's as simple as that. The Philadelphia Eagles, ooh, at the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, no. Oh, sweet Lord. Michelle, I'm sorry. Um, I lost the bet, and I sent you your booze. Vanessa should be giving that to you. The Cowboys have to win this game for a chance at the playoffs. That means that this game is important, and that means you're going to get primetime Dalton. (laughs) You don't know... You don't know what primetime Dalton is yet, but you're going to know in this game. I'm sorry to tell you there is a 0% chance that the Cowboys win this game. I don't care if it's close the whole game. It doesn't matter because Dalton is going to screw it up. Jalen Hurts is going to have a field day with the Cowboys, okay? The Cowboys don't care if it's close. Probably won't be, but I don't care because Andy Dalton is going to do his classic smile and he's going to do his class. You're going to see a slow-mo footage. Slow, You can't see my head turning back and forth, but that's what I'm doing. Andy Dalton is going to be close up in his face. and He's going to be shaking his head, unbuckling his chin strap, wondering where it all went wrong. And I'm sorry. Cowboys go down. Eagles get the win. Another two teams that need a win. We got the Rams versus the Seahawks here. This is no joke. The Rams were embarrassed by the Jets last week. And they are now taking on a team in the Seahawks that are very good, but they shut Russell Wilson down the last time they played. They shut down DK Metcalf, which is insane. He had like 30, 30 yards receiving. This game is huge, man. It's, a, it's got huge divisional implications. I mean, the Rams need this win to keep pace for the playoffs. But the Seahawks, with a win here, Take the NFC West. Mm, This is close. Oh, I'm telling you, this game is going to be close. I think the Rams might have it early. But in the end, I think that the Seahawks defensive acquisitions are going to pay off. I think that they should be able to slow down the Rams run game because Akers seems to be hurt. He seems to be hobbled. And everybody else just isn't as good. I think that's going to lead Goff to having to throw it a lot. And I think that's going to lead one of these guys for the Seahawks defense to make a big play down the stretch. I think that Russell, Mr. Unlimited Wilson, is going to hold on. I think he's going to get this win. I think the Seahawks are going to take the NFC West in that game. I am not confident. (laughs) I'm not confident in that pick. But it sounds pretty, so I'm going to go with it. And the last game. Ooh. We are already at the last game. Damn. The Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots. Jesus, this is rough. The Bills have already secured the AFC East, and the Patriots have been eliminated from playoff contention. This right here is the Buffalo Bills' chance to let the Patriots know how the next decade is going to go. I think that this game in reality means nothing but to the Buffalo Bills, to the Bills mafia who's going to be throwing each other through tables. I think this game means a lot to the Bills. They've been a stepping stone for years. The Patriots have run this division for over two decades. And I think mentally... This game is more important than anyone realizes. Like, in a primetime game, if Cam Newton comes out and he beats Buffalo, Cam might have a chance to start here next year. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. But, man, I'm telling you, this game is going to mean a lot. I know it looks like it's nothing, but it really is everything in a lot of ways. Plus, this fantasy championship implications the last game. But other than fantasy, we will talk in real life right now. If the Patriots win this game, which they won't, they're going to scare the crap out of the Bills, and they're going to scare the crap out of everyone in the AFC East because they're going to think the sleeping giant is going to come back next year. If the Bills do what I think they're going to do, which is win this game in dominating fashion, Patriots are going to have to go back to the drawing board and everyone is going to look at them like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. People are fickle. I'm t- I'm just telling you what's going to happen. Bills win big. I'm going to go bills win big. I don't want that to happen. I hope the Patriots find a way to let them know, but I actually don't because I want the Patriots to get a better draft pick, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what I think anymore, but um, Merry Christmas, everybody. I want to thank everyone for their continued support. You guys have been so crazy with the social media, showing me love and uh, posting about me, and I love it. The at Big Mouth Small Words podcast Instagram is blowing up, and I love that. I have not been blogging. I'm sorry. I've been working. I've been in the studio. Uh, Shameless plug to my band at three years gone me and Matthew LaPierre doing big things, getting it going. It's a, it's a long way away. It ain't coming out till summer, but we're putting in the work now. And that's why I've not been blogging as much. So all the people that have asked me for blogs, be patient. I will get to you. But I'm keeping the podcast consistent. I'm at least giving you that, and I'm going to keep doing it. Once again, we're, we're, getting, we're halfway to 11,000 streams now. Let's get there. Keep liking keep sharing, keep it flowing, and listen, everybody stay safe. Merry Christmas. I freaking love Christmas. I hope you guys get everything that you wanted. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Go to bigmouthsmallwords.com. Like, subscribe. Go to at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Like everything. Love everything. Merry Christmas, everybody. Love y'all.